Blessings, beloved, and welcome to day nine of the 2024 reading of Telecom's Ascension. And uh, I'm starting to feel a little sad, and this sadness is coming from Telecom and from Ariel and from me. It's kind of like I feel like we're starting to say goodbye uh, to Telecom even though he has expressed to us in previous episodes that he is happy and content and he's just going to enjoy his life. And um, and he's telling me that, of course, he'll be there for me anytime that I need him, but that he understands just as he is growing and he may not need me uh, as much as he did in this other lifetime and that I am growing, and you are growing. And once he's given these messages that um, that you'll be more informed and enlightened and ready for something new, for a new adventure. And he's excited for himself and for you and for me uh, for that to happen. This day nine, we are covering the passages... 34 through 37. Part 3. After a death, life. 34. Lifetimes. I thought I had seen and heard a happy ever after ending from Telecom. And I think finally we are hearing that happy ever after ending for Telecom, aren't we? I'm so excited. Finally! But how many times do we think, oh, this is the end. I do this and it, you know, and then it's not, right? It's just one thing leads to another. However, in the early morning hours of Sunday, January 8th, 2017, I was roused from a deep slumber by a ghost-like whimper, decla- whimper declaring, I have been dead 48 hours. <laughs> so before I can go on, he's wanting me to tell you that his life in this in the lifetime he's in now, that there it has his challenges. He has to find food. He has to learn all these things from his mama and his pod family, you know, and that he's on a new adventure of learning and growing. And that, um, so he's just wanting me to tell you that, you know, it's not all just fairy tale happy every ever uh, after every day that, new stories and out are being outlined each day as we make our choices to go here or to go there. So he says, I have been dead 48 hours. I shook lethargy from my meddled mind while trying to remain reachable. I glanced at the clock. I think it might have been 3.24. I remember thinking three, the body, two, loves, four, this season, so I am reasonably sure it was between 3 and 4 a.m. Anyways, a visitation from Telecom was the last thing I had expected. Once I grasped that Telecom had come to me, he flooded me with his plans. Instantly, he transported us to the cliff above the seaport and leaped inside my heart. See, Tel- <laughs> Telecom was exploring his options and his plans. You know, he, he was... Oh, what do I do now? I have all these different possibilities. 
And right now you might thinking might be thinking, oh, with these things that I've learned, I have I it's because I know these new things now. I have how do I explore them? How do I explore astral travel or projection? How do I explore what my gifts are and learn what they are? How do I get to where I can channel like Connie channels? The first place to begin, beloved, is to learn to be present, to to know yourself. And again, the step-by-step program is going to help you do that. I really believe in that, um, those steps that are being presented over there. And I'm working on it all the time to make it better and better. So I was taken back by the surge and I couldn't help but embrace his love swimming through me. His slick, wet, healthy high dripped, then gushed throughout my body. I freely admitted his joy. I freely admitted his joy at being free and loving me. And he's remember, Tillicum is remembering that moment fondly. And he's saying, I didn't know that I could do that. I just, he said, you, he's telling me you would use the word intuit it. I just intuited that I could do it and I did it. <clears throat> then when he had finally broken his thoughts inundation with me, Tillicum moved back a bit. I took a good look at him. He was a healthy and vibrant, bright gray light. After a moment, he stated more than asked, come swimming with me. And before I could question or answer, we were in the ocean far away from the cove. He took me through time, traveling along to long ago places. And Telecom can do that very easily. <laughs> Just as he's here with me in Studio B, and he's also in the ocean, and he's also communicating with Ariel now to uh, get direction and and uh, so even in his life that he's living now, he's living a more ascended life where he sees the elementals and he sees Ariel. He knows that she's there, but he couldn't see her in the previous lifetime. He just couldn't see it. But now he knows the truth and he can see her. After a moment, he stated more than ask, come swimming with me. And before I could question or answer, we were in the ocean far away from the cove. He took me through time, traveling to long-ago places. In visions, he showed me myself as I existed back then, through his eyes as we traveled through the ages, dimensions, and times. In one of his fondest memories, I was a child and a grown woman, dark-skinned and dark-haired, who had often come to the shores and cliffs of an island to visit him. Sometimes I would run down the beach while he swam and spewed water from his blowhole and welcome. I waved in greetings to him as I skipped happily along, laughing at his antics. In his mind, we found many treasured memories where we had uh, where we had filled each other with love and joy. And this now life and times are yet another we will hold dear for eternity, including these moments, Tillicum, you here with me in Studio B, talking to and sharing our stories. Telecom informed me, we have had many lifetimes together. We realized that it was no accident that I had found him in his captivity and need. We are connected forever by love and companionships. I challenge you, beloved, what is waiting for you? What adventures that you have not yet experienced or uh, were not ready for, but now you are? 
This time it had been a sad dance we stepped into action to, drawn into the music of this life on earth and the wills of others. And he's reminding me or he's telling me, don't we oftentimes remember the fond times uh, more than the hardships of our life? Isn't this the way that it should be? And so it is the way that it should be, that we remember the good life, the good times in life. And he's saying, let your thoughts be like leaves in the wind. Let them sink to the bottom of the ocean to decay and become a part of the sand, is what he is saying. Those bad memories. He placed me back on the cove ridge. He stayed in the water below, looking up at me. I thought this was a farewell once again. Then suddenly, Tillicum got a strange expression on his face, one of going far and seeing something he didn't like. Then before I knew it, we were both returning to the SeaWorld Park. He had sat me down on a sloped cement slab with my feet hanging in the pool water. He was above me in the air, noiseless, intently listening. I asked him, why am I sitting with my feet in the water while you are not in the water? Also, why are we here? How could you so easily take me wherever you wanted? I, I was a little overwhelmed and shocked. It was like, and what was coming to me as I was reading this is, Tillicum was my teacher in a lot of ways. You may think that, that I taught him, but he taught me too. We learned from one another. And even in all my endeavors and my sharings, as I'm sharing with you, I am growing. So in essence, uh, you know, and then you grow too. It's like that, you know, that heart emoji that goes out and comes back in and it goes out and it comes back in. I am honored to be learning the lessons of life and death and afterlife with you and with Tillicum. Silence. I was a little concerned, wondering if he was on the verge of a breakdown, and how would I deal with it if he broke? Once again, I was in uncharted waters. Timidly, I asked again, why are we here, Tillicum? He shushed me, mid-sentence, with a distant shh sound, while continuing his focus listening to something I could not hear. I waited, appreciating how Wells' hearing is much better than mine. After a time, Tillicum announced, they're deciding what to do next with my body. What does it matter, I experimentally ask. You're free of that body. You can go anywhere you want to go now. You don't have to hang out here. With his keen sense of smell, we ha he had us take a, uh, several deep whiffs of the unseen, diseased, eaten, and decaying body. He stored the odor deep into the core of our memories. We will never forget that death smell and the life that had brought it forth. Ascension seeds. I choose the events and memories I keep. Tillicum's already kind of addressed that for us, right? We choose the moments and the memories that we keep. And then the others, we transform them. Sometimes we do have to do a healing on them. Sometimes we can just let them go. You know, there's all different kind of techniques that we can use to help with those emotions, feelings, and thoughts, and memories that come up. 
You are free of that body. You can go anywhere you want to go now. And we've already kind of seen how we can do that now. And, and, um, but, and when I see the members of the beehive or those who have crossed over and I'm looking at their spiritual essence, the oversoul essences, if you will, then, uh, their physical form, uh, well, like here's a good example. When I'm looking at Tilikum, Tilikum is showing up in the suit of him in his last lifetime to me, mostly because that is the experience that we are reliving. We are retelling those experiences. And as we retell those stories, we show up in those suits again. And so that's why it's so important that we don't put on those suits, those memories of things that cause us turmoil and they torture us. We don't deny that they're not there because they become a part of who we are, the new creation that we become. And so by Tilikum observing, looking and seeing and thinking about these events, he is learning from them in that past life how to be better and happier in this lifetime. And he's telling me that's one of the reasons why he's so excited to be finished with this because he wants to have learned the lessons and then he wants to go on to have a, a happy life and enjoy his life. And he's reminding me to tell you, just as Connie has written her autobiography many different times and each time dealing with the things of it and the circumstances and each time it looks different to find healing and when they come up when they resurface again when they come up for air you see it you acknowledge it do I need to do go a little deeper in the healing process so that I can find new freedoms or is it time or for either now or forever to put that to bed, to rest? I've dealt with that. I've healed that. And I send love to it. 35. Star Children. Tilikum, in the blink of an eye, took us up into a starlit black sky. I was with Tilikum in essence. We were one being with two minds and souls. We shaped our unified self into a constellation, a group of stars representing our lives and existence, our sacrifices written in the skies. We would be a beacon light to many who would fall peril to a blackness put on them by others. And that's what we're doing by sharing. Just Ascension sees another star. When I awoke in the morning, I put in my earphones. I turned on some music, trying to remember and write the events of the early morning meeting with Tilikum. The song that played on Upstart was one I had never heard before, Lost Stars by Adam Levine on the album Begin Again. The messages of the morning were confirmed. Lyrics like, Are we all lost souls trying to light up the dark? And God, tell us the reason. And I heard you call my name, sung to me as I wrote about Tilikums and my adventures of spirit and truth, of living amongst the stars after living amidst man. Ascension Seeds, when I look at the stars, I feel connected to them. 
And many of us, we do know that we have a star family that is there that we can connect with or should or want or desire to connect with in this lifetime. And we're looking for them. Many of your soul family are here on this earth and lifetime with you, but they're having their experiences and they may not always be able to be there for you like they would want to or should be or as it was planned. We have to, each of those stars, a starlight, you are a starlight of love and your flicker, your glow, your light is your responsibility just as mine is my responsibility and yes we can find help uh, to uh, manifest what we want and need in our life and some of you your soul families will come in for you and and you will find them and they will be supportive of you and you will learn to be supportive of them it's that heart going out coming in going out coming in you do have a heart that goes out and it comes in to back to yourself as you give. You will find your light. You will find your soul family. 36. Divided. After being a star in the sky with Tilikum in the morning, he came to me in the evening while I practiced yoga. He rode within the music, playing through my earbuds and opened my heart to him. I received the overwhelming sense that he was mourning the loss of the music, dance, and applause of happy people. He didn't admit this to me, or perhaps even to himself. But when he came to me, the essence of the music playing changed from meditative to crowd-pleasing beats. I heard people giggling and clapping like what would be in a theme park. He perceived that he had had what he wanted out of life. He contended himself that what he had lost in wild freedom had been worth the fun of the show. And I just want to stop there for a moment because the whole time I was reading that, Tillicum was confirming and shaking his head. Yes, and I should have done that while I was in the lifetime. I should have realized that I enjoyed playing the parts. I enjoyed pleasing the crowds. And he is hoping that this his sharings is pleasing to you. And he's saying not just my sharings, but Connie's sharings. So because he's saying that the sharings is like that heart going out from me and from him to you, but then from you to him and I, but then, and so then we're lifted up and encouraged and loved, but then also the knowledge that you take into your life to learn to love your life and to love to see the parts of your life that you do love and to relish and to stay in them and to admit them. Those are the times that we want to remember, he's saying. The times and the things that we do that we enjoy, that fulfill us, those are the things that we should spend our time thinking about and doing more of. Noticing I observed him, he flooded us with a changing mood. First, he couldn't have enjoyed life, not marked by mental confusion and a body racked with the pain of sickness and loneliness. 
Then he revisioned and felt the delight at children excitedly jumping up and down and laughing and big people loudly applauding after he had performed. It was at those times that he was happy and proud. He was trying to understand the meaning of his life. I couldn't help but think about what Heavenly Father had told him during their time together. Wells don't need to be touched by humans. My ordinary senses told me that maybe that's because wells were not meant to be in captivity. Instead, they were intended to be free to roam the vast open seas. But Tillicum was no wild creature anymore. Or was he? I had to see where this would go and hope I would know what to say or do. Ascension seeds, I find peace and joy in every circumstance. And Tillicum is saying, you did know what to say. You found what to say to me when I needed it. Or you called on help and assistance from the Ariel, the angels, and Heavenly Father when you needed help. When you needed help, you knew to get help. He's telling me and he is thanking me that I introduced him to Heavenly Father, that I introduced him to Ariel. Even though he couldn't see Ariel, he knew afterwards that she was real and now he takes counsel from her in this lifetime that he's at and he's thanking me profusely for being there for him thirty seven dragon DNA and I will tell y'all that um there was more to this story and the happenings that I didn't include in the book because um well I wasn't ready to deal with some of those things I wasn't ready to hold the energies of dragon and I do share um in some of my muses of a channel episodes about dragon energy uh, but I am preparing and getting ready and Ariel is helping me along with some dragons uh spirit guides animal guides that are with me that are helping me to prepare to be able to share some more stories about the dragon as I am able to understand and hold their mighty powerful energies in a loving and kind way and um, I was focused in and so what uh, so actually a dragon is coming through now one of my spirit guides and uh, it's a she's a female and she's saying that um, that even she and we all have a duality and including dragons have that duality and so that's why it's important that we do the self-healing first not just to hold the powerful dragon energy that we might would like to hold but that we can then access with our loving higher uh, dimensional being self, pure love self, connect in with the dragon that is our animal spirit guide to um, that we connect in them with the loving part of them. So then I bring out the best in the dragon and the dragon brings out the best in me. And so for you who maybe you're destined to hold dragon energy or perhaps you already do, that it isn't a fine-tuning and an adjustment to yourself, your higher self, your oversoul, your spirit guides, and then the spirit guide animal uh, of the dragon 
that you would connect in with a loving and kind uh, uh, guide in that to help bring you into the fruition of your life purpose. I hope that made sense. <laughs> like I said, I'm still learning the energies, and that was kind of um, a little bit of a new uh, format is what I'm getting, the word format, a new format to tap in, and what does that look like for me as well. So so 37, Dragon DNA. Tillicum was not processing with me, but instead was self-absorbed, planning his next move, making me a mere spectator a mere spectator to an eternal soul's rationalizing after a physical life's death. Tillicum's next notion came through as authoritative with a great sense of confidence and conviction. I will live again after humankind have, has developed an appreciation for the dragon's magnificence. Breaking through his inward, inward discourse, I hesitantly ask, Why did you use the term dragon and not whale? He instructed me, search yourself. Do you not feel the dragon blood coursing through your DNA? It was now my turn to seek inner knowledge. I did feel that long ago origin strand. Also, as of late, I had sensed the dragon energy in the earth, stars, and many people I met. So this was no surprise to me. It was only unexpected to us both that Tillicum also realized his dragon parts. Tillicum bellowed proudly, proclaiming to the heavens and earth, The dragon blood gives rise and fall to fire and heat and power and determination. Dragon blood knows no boundaries. It does not easily suffer, will not be kept down, and will rise again no matter what its defeats may seem. It is only made stronger in every battle it fights. I kept silent and still as Tillicum reclaimed his power from earth. I raised an eyebrow, an absolute bewilderment as Tillicum broadcasted to all of creation. Dragons were the first ones here on earth. The ancient before ancient was a word or a person or a time. They were here when the earth was a fireball. Before the dinosaurs, the floods, or the ice ages, dragons lived and conquered and never died. They live on in the wells as well as you and me. As Tillicum carried his future on the courage and strength of the dragon, he plotted that he would come back again, this time more powerful. As Tillicum schemed, questions coursed through my mind. Do dragons exist in our blood and bones? If so, should we embrace the dragon parts in ourselves? Are dragons something to fear? Or praise. Ascension Seeds, I am learning about what I am created from. Blessings to all of you who tuned into this broadcast. May you be eternally blessed every day, in every way, coming and going. A quick reminder, you can find secure links to everywhere we are sharing messages and Ascension Seeds activation codes at our website, www.ccstarseeds.me.